dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. 64, 64 episodes, you can't make this up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Partner, what's good, man? Man, it's a beautiful day, man. I'm happy to be on the right side of the grass. Feeling yes, good. Just happy to be here, man. Had a, had a, had a you know, not, not too busy of a week. You know, we getting prepped for this. Uh, my my youngest turning mm-hmm. one. We having a party for her next. It's a week. celebration, man! It's a party for us. We got margarita mixes, <laughs> and ribs, and catfish. We're about to catfish. Make make moms make some of her famous mac and cheese and green beans, and we gonna just you know celebrate this this baby girl. So that's what's up, man. Why is that when uh you know parents have a birthday party for their kids, they turn <laughs> it into a party for themselves, especially when they when they're young and can't even talk. You know they can't even <laughs> request nothing. So. That was the wife. She wanted to have a party, so we put that together. Next thing you know is, I want to have margaritas there. And I'm hey. like, okay, well, margaritas it is. So we we trying to look up some, some margarita mixes and figure out what we want to get. And uh, then it turned into, hey, Papa, you gonna you going to smoke some ribs for us too? So we brought him over three slabs. Slab gonna have, up. Going to have his, his uh, and he liked to tend to love and care his food. He he the guy that's marinating at night and then getting up at three in the morning to put him on the smoker for X amount of hours okay. and then come back. Like he's, Spraying he's meticulous, but when it's done, you can't even pick the bone up. Ribs is falling off. So Super dope. Super dope. Yeah. I remember uh, my mom used to make a big deal about me and my brother's birthday. Like, uh, you know, we have a, our family isn't huge or anything like that, but we got like a lot of pockets of family. But majority of our birthdays was spent with me, my brother, my mom and my grandmother. And I just had this uh, vivid memory of a Spider-Man cake that my mom made for my brother, man. And I just remember as a kid, I was super young. So I was probably maybe like three, three or four. And uh, put my hand in that bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just like any other bad little kid would do, yeah. man. Shouts out to moms, man. My mom's always holding things down for birthdays. Even yeah. to this day, you know what I'm saying? Me and my brother are grown as hell, but my mom's always makes it an effort to make our birthday super special. Like, you know, my brother and my mom are like super duper into sci-fi movies. And um, I'm into them as well, but like they're like anything sci-fi, they'll go watch or whatever. So they always go to the movies for his birthday. And she always ends up buying me something that I don't need, like some shoes or like just anything. So my mom's always hold down my birthday, man. Yeah. Shouts out to parents in general. So that's, that's what, you know, for me growing up, I, I think now that's why I try to do a little whatever I can different because my mom was single parent, you know, me and her. So she was always grinding with the work schedule. Mm-hmm. So birthdays was more so like me and her time. Right. And we were literally like start the day at seven in the morning just riding through the country or she's sharing stories of where she grew up. Like just, you know, just, just kicking it. Right. And I can only remember probably like two birthday parties where I really had like parties, but one, she surprised me with a McDonald's party, you know, back in the day, yeah. McDonald's parties. And, uh, we go to this McDonald's 
I'm thinking I'm just we just getting some food before we head to the party. I didn't know it was there. And uh, the you know, as a kid, when they tell you, you can come around the counter and make your own ice cream, and, make, <laughs> and and I was putting fries in, and it was like I was I was the the worker for the day, and then I turn around and see all my family in the little play area, and I'm like, oh, the party here. So like that was a fiesta, yeah, fiesta. that was like a dope little party for me. So now me being a parent, I I try to you know. The, the girl's birthday, we we go somewhere and do something because I, you know, the most I ever did probably was bowling and, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of, you know, family gatherings. But having a summer birthday usually led to King's Island or hey. the pool or, you know, something. But it was all day with mom. So I try to make sure we, we family oriented in that aspect and making sure the kids can remember some some things. Like I was showing with my oldest and she remembers her party here when she was four at the Leapfrog place and just things I didn't get to do. Right, so I, right. I, I, I spent my last dollar on that. So Absolutely. I, I look forward to doing those things. You do anything for the 4th of July, man? Man, I kept it family, man. We just chilled out. Uh, Again, had Pops made some ribs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> we uh we grilled out at the at the crib, and uh, my, my, I actually got sick again. I had a stomach bug just for a day on the, on the actual 4th. My cousin does a little barbecue. But my, my mom went to that. I didn't go. And then uh, we went to the fireworks that night. Okay. In uh, Inglewood. Okay. And uh, just chilled out, man. I kept it simple. I don't like the The more and more I get around crowds and I'm not the DJ or in control of that crowd. <laughs> we'll get into that. Yeah, I get, I get a little <laughs> irritated when, you know, I got babies and y'all bringing fireworks to the Kmart parking lot and bomb, not like sparkle fucking like bombs. And, right. It's like, you know, I was like, I was ready to go. but Yeah, man, I was going to ask you about that, man. You know, since you have, obviously, we're in war. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Does that, like... It does, man. Uh, a lot of a lot of people with PTSD, you know, I have PTSD, but mm-hmm. mine's more on the anxiety side. Um, not necessarily, I feel like I'm going to do nothing crazy, but just, I'm always, like, I'm looking, I'm watching my back. You yeah. know, I'm that kind of that kind of guy now. But um, I know from working at the VA, especially, a lot of, like, Vietnam vets. Um, I'm sure some of the World War II guys that are still around, but majority of the Vietnam guys, man, like that was a really hard war for them, mm-hmm. you know. So a lot of them still deal with a lot of those issues and explosions, those type of noises just just bring that tension to your you know to your spirit, you know. Right. So, but me, um, after like the second or third one, I'm cool. Like the first t- couple, I'm like, what the fuck was that? You know, right. like flipping out a little bit. It, for a lot of people, man, that's a, you know, people don't even cons- take that into consideration of, you know, you know they want to praise you on Memorial Day or praise you on Veterans Day. But then, you know, Fourth of July come around. Let off the M80s. Yeah, <laughs> the biggest ones you can find, you know. So, I mean, I, I deal with it. But I know a lot of people that struggle with that. Like, people, even people from, you know, Iraqi war era mm-hmm. that I'm from, I got friends that's, you know, they've, they've done four or five tours over there. And uh-huh. they have to, you know, take a trip to, you know, so-and-so's town hotel and and get away from the neighborhood because it's just too much you know it, it it boils them up too much so yeah man yeah i had a quick story about that man my uh in my neighborhood growing up we used to play guns oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> and uh it was something like my mom hated it you know and as an adult i see why yeah. like but you know cats is running around they go to the local toy store and buy the coolest looking gun mm-hmm. and whatever, whatever, whatever. And, uh, you know, one day, you know what I'm saying, we sitting on my porch, which is at the very top of the hill. So you come up the hill and it's a stop sign right there. You make left or right and our house is right there. Mm-hmm. You make the stop sign, you're looking directly at our house. 
So everybody hanging out at my mom's house. We on the porch clown and got the guns out, planning what who's gonna be on whose team, yeah. what type of game we gonna play today. We gonna play dope dealer. We gonna play war. <laughs> right. what, we, what we gonna do? What's stupid today? Yeah. So you know we out there or whatever, and uh, my brother he's sitting on the porch. So a car pulls up to the stop sign. You know, points it at it. Boom. And uh, whatever, cast laughing or whatever, whatever. And the man in the car sits there for like five minutes straight at the stop sign. And then it's like, you know, at first we kids, so we back onto where yeah. And then somebody notices like, yo, he ain't moved. Like, the hell? So eventually makes his left, turns into his uh, house or whatever. Sits in the car still, and we just like, man, what is wrong with him, dude? So he walks up, slow, look on his face. Everybody looking like, what is going on? Says, y'all motherfuckers better be more careful who y'all pointing motherfucking guns at. <laughs> and stares us down, all of us. Yeah. Walks home, probably like well, 20 minutes later or whatever, his wife comes out and explains the situation. Like, yo, he was in the war. He had a flashback. Sorry about that. And then, you know, no, we're sorry. <laughs> right. Like, yo, we didn't know. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, we understand you didn't know. And you know what I'm saying? And ever since then, like, when 4th of July comes around, I think about him mm -hmm. and I think about, you know what I'm saying, other veterans. Like, man, it's got to be a tough time. You know, we're celebrating the independence of our country, right. but we celebrate it by letting off bombs. Exactly. It's a weird thing. It is. It's a very weird thing. My neighborhood, I, I still believe we had the best guns play area. <laughs> Cause we had, I don't know. We had a circle plat, so it was one way in, one way out. So okay. you can use the whole plat if you needed to. We had railroad tracks. Okay. We had a creek. Okay. All within our vicinity, so I mean, we used to be in the creek, chest high, like I mean, <laughs> yeah, going in, like we played that for literally sun up to sundown. So yes, sir, man. We a good uh, time. where we grew up, it was a huge wooded area behind our houses, mm -hmm. and uh, it's pathways. It's actually a, a preserve now, and it's just like. It's like paths and like we when we did the war game, that's yeah. where we went. But like when we're doing the neighborhood dope man game, we <laughs> did it in the neighborhood. And it was just like, you know, as a kid, man, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. It's so much fun. You you emulating what you saw in freaking New Jack City or <laughs> right. a movie or whatever. And, you know, you think you're out there just having fun, man. So I just think about that one day when I become a parent, man, like, no can't do that that's not right but then you think like man it's just kids having fun but in today's society not even today's society back then too mm -hmm. because there's a reason our parents were saying no oh, y'all shouldn't be doing that yep it's just crazy because we had half the plats like all majority of the plats didn't have fences so like you can cut through people's yards yeah so like half of the i'll say a chunk of the plat was butted up against the creek okay and then the other half was like the railroad tracks but we had trails that led us to the high school to nice. the Madison Park, which is like a local park in our area. So probably about maybe four or five years ago, Smoke came home, and uh, I was over there visiting his peoples and him. And a guy from our plat, he he bought his parents' old house, so he's still there. Another couple uh, kids that's, that stayed in their parents, but their, their mom passed away, so they stayed in the house mm -hmm. all this time. So it was about six of us that came outside, and it was like we had that neighborhood feel again, and it was like, we started shooting on somebody's <laughs> rim. We started walking, trying to see what path was still out there. Like, yeah. just kicking it as grown men, you yeah. know, but reliving all that. And that was like, you kids don't, kids can't even play like that no more. Mm -mm. Like, 
you can't even go get some guns and run around. Oh, no. You'll be toast. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. So, yeah, we, we, we was all just, you know, catching up on that. But that, that, that childhood, you know, guns era was everything <laughs> for me, man. That it's was... funny how games here are games everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I said guns. You knew exactly, exactly what I was talking about. Exactly. There's no title for the name. It's just called Let's Play Guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was this dude in our in our plat, this little white boy, and he had his dad kept him with the with the fresh one. So like I always like I got Matt, and I go over there, and his dad would get into it with us. And his dad probably at the time was mid forties, knocking on fifty. He'd be out there having us climbing up ravines, yeah, and staking out people for hours just to do that <laughs> one. But I got you, you did, you know. <laughs> Kids, man, Great like. Time. The imagination, man. Imagination as a kid is just something else, yeah. man. You can't can't make it up, man. But you know, I definitely wanted to rap with you about this Jay Z. Yeah, this whole, whole this four forty four. I've been listening to it probably every other day, just to get a. I'm probably on six or seven listens now. I'm and, probably like fifteen deep. And there's bro. there's like some tracks that I'm really a fan of. That's that smile. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan of that smile. I'm a fan of that story of OJ. That Family Feud. Yeah. It's 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 a, it's a really a great just and it, it's not a long album to listen to. That's mm -hmm. what I so like, like about thirty like thirty five yeah. minutes. So you can really you know set a space and time out and just run through it and and be full from it. Like mm -hmm. I'm I'm really I'm really enjoying this four forty four. But platinum man, platinum five Plat days. Five he uh days. some people is kind of saying he cheated because uh Sprint bought a million downloads. <laughs> I don't think it's cheating. I just think it's smart bought, business, right? Smart business. Yeah. You you changing the game. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody looking at a game changer as a, you know, he's cheating and it's not fair. It wasn't really purchased that way. Now that it's on Apple Music, Spotify, and Tidal, it's going to get those stream numbers. So it's going to go double. Exactly. The game has to change, though, because of how we listen to it, how we receive it as a fan. Absolutely. You know? So I even heard him say something that, that, Thug a girl, whatever album went like thirty seven thousand copies, and like they was happy with that. Mm -hmm. you know? That was a time when Dondria did thirty seven thousand, and it was a problem. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like <laughs> it was just you know um, the time of how we listen to music. Those streams have to count. Yeah, I, mean, I when when I go to search for a song, now it's Apple Music, and it's the search button, and I'm typing and I'm listening. Yeah, and I'm not necessarily you know. I'm paying a subscription fee, but I'm not buying that track necessarily. But then on the flip side, as a DJ, I do, you know, I have my record pools that, I, that I'm a part of mm -hmm. and I pay monthly subscriptions for. But when you're in the heat, heat of the moment, you're at a gig and someone wants to hear something, I hate being the guy that, that, that don't have it. So mm -hmm. I always got iTunes pulled up. Yeah. I always keep a balance in there with some iTunes cards and I can download that song real quick and always have it. Right. So that's just how we do it now. It's a new era, man. Yeah. People got to realize that. And another thing I heard a little backlash about Hove is, you know, he's spitting game and he's, uh, you know, talking that grown people talk. And it's a backlash of like, oh, uh, he waited 22 years into his career to be a conscious rapper. And I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, are you the same person that yeah. you were 22 years ago? Exactly. 22 <laughs> years? 22 years in the music game will change anybody, right. for better or worse. You know what I'm saying? And you can't knock his, I mean, 13 platinum albums or something like that. You know, it was 10 in a row or something they said. You know, he's breaking. I mean, he's still Jay-Z. Ho! 
And and I've always said it, and like he knocking on fifty, yeah, and still Jay Z. And you could think back to when Reasonable Doubt came out and what you was doing twenty plus years ago. Man, not this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's hard for anybody to knock anybody that does twenty years at something. Absolutely, and do it well. Yeah, I mean the military. You give them twenty years, they pay you the rest of your life. Man, you know, so twenty years is a long time. Yes, absolutely. We doing anything? Absolutely. And my favorite joint, I think today is Bam. Fuck all That's that pretty wife. Sean yeah. Carter shit, nigga. Hove. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, when I first heard Bam, I immediately hooked up my DJ equipment and I tried to figure out how I'm going to drop that with allow me to reintroduce myself because I got to get that right because that's, yeah. that's going to feel great in the club. <laughs> I like that. I like your thought process on that, man. Yeah, Shouts man. out to Hove for delivering. You know, you don't want to go instant classic. At least I don't like to do instant classic. I like to sit on albums for at least mm-hmm. a month or two, man. But this one right here, man, this is this speaks volumes about hip hop in general, about how we consume music, how we mature as people, how we try to plan things for our future. And you know what I'm saying? If sound like a teacher, but you know, if he's able to connect uh, to one individual that's, about to go out to the strip club and and blow a band to say you know what I'm not gonna blow a whole band I'll just blow let me get this credit score up. yeah let me get this credit <laughs> score up Man, I'm only gonna throw a hundred dollars tonight <laughs> instead of a whole band exactly. and I'm, I'm gonna put this money to the side you know or I even think like, a job well done even the track legacy like uh, yeah. that that hit home for me as a father just on you know one day when I'm gone put this in like mm-hmm. and if you listen to that song for what it's worth like it's really a dope outside looking in story of someone who got a bunch of money mm-hmm. and has generational wealth and wants to make, you know, a quote unquote step by step book on a booklet for yeah, you to get exactly on my legacy. So, I mean, I that's one of my favorites just on the fact of like what he talking about and like people always want that party track. Yeah. They want that to make That's it. That's what Bam is. That's yeah. probably like the closest one exactly. to a party yeah. track. That has to be the party track of that album because mm-hmm. the rest of them are like riding down the bird track mm-hmm. on a Saturday when it's 70 and sunny. You know, like you don't have to have turn up, turn up, turn up 24-7 to make it a dope album or to have to have two or three, four, five of those tracks to make it a dope album. Like those J. Cole, Jay-Z story, story tracks, mm-hmm. you know, are right on my alley as well. Man, that killed Jay-Z. I really love that just because he's talking about so much shit that mm-hmm. is going on in his personal life and he makes it sound dope. You know, you always hear, especially from that era, about him uh, stabbing Um Rivera mm-hmm. and him getting into it. And, you know, at that age, you know what I'm saying? You young with money and you feel like somebody played you. So you feel like you come from the street. So you got to teach him a lesson. Yeah. But now as a damn 50 year old, somebody play you. You just like, man, I'm going to let it ride. I, I can get it right back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why I was a little vulgar on the black tie post about where the pig's at. Cause hey! That track where he said all white with the socks off. <laughs> I'm ready to have that as a background on one of my picks. So I need to get them picks out. Transition, transition, <laughs> transition, transition. Okay. So, so, all right. Let people behind the scenes a yeah. little bit on this whole situation. Shouts out to everybody at Black Tie. We, we still love you. Definitely. Shouts to Curry and OP for sure. Absolutely, man. So, so, you know, Black Tie was about a month ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was looking A1. Dope event. Make sure you, uh, you know what I'm saying, support the movement. 
But, uh, you know, it's a new website that's supposed to be coming. And with the new website, it's going to be all the professional pictures, not just the, the selfies with the phone right. or, hey, hold this and get this picture of me and my homie real quick. We're just going to get them professional photos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look at extra crispy. Them red carpets. Yeah, them red carpets, them them good poses. And like, let me get four or five snaps of y'all and I'll pick the best one type yeah. of photos. We ain't got the photos yet, yeah, though. Yeah, man. And, and and the one thing that I'm, you know, I've been losing a little weight. You know, and I don't <laughs> want to look at them pictures and feel like I look fat. You know, it's getting to that point where it's like, I need to see these pics. I need these pics, I mean, bruh. white party, the gala. That all white coquina. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, like, I just want, it's like, it's like, it's like a being told that you can have something, but have a seat and we'll, you know, get to you. So you just waiting. Take for a it. number. Yeah. We just waiting for the, waiting for the website, waiting for the pics. So I know Kurt and O, man, they always put out A1 stuff. For sure. You know, I'm giving them a hard time for sure, but <laughs> I, I, I definitely hope this website is on its way. Yeah. I need these pics, <laughs> yeah. bro. <laughs> I need to screenshot some of these pics for the repertoire. <laughs> exactly. I got I got Facebook profile pics that need to be re, you know, redone. I need, I some, need double taps for the gram, yeah, man. And I'm sure I have that. some pictures on there birthday that are worthy. Up. I want to feel myself. This is my birthday coming up. I want to, you know, feel good. So. What you got planned for the birthday, boss? Man, I think I'm gonna do a little. It's my 35th, so I'm 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 trying to work my birthday around gigs. Mm-hmm. Why and, not? <laughs> uh, I'm, I took off the actual birthday weekend because I'm going to that Cincinnati Music Fest. Hey, 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 hey! Shots to the plug. Hey, got to go to that. So probably gonna do first Friday in August that meet spot at uh, Sheiks. Okay. And just have some light. I don't know if I'm a DJ or just just come. You know, just come for some people. But I ain't been out in a little bit, and I don't necessarily want to do the. Uh, you know, the turn up, turn up. Oh, you're going to do the turn up. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen, I'm sure. But <laughs> probably just going to keep it keep it simple with that. Nothing uh, nothing over over the top, but we're going to turn it up at Sheets for sure. Okay. Friday, August. I think August 4th, I think it is. August 4th, August 5th. One of those, whatever the first Friday is. That's the plan. Okay. All right. Yeah, man. July is a hectic month just in general, man. I know your birthday, your daughter's birthday, mm-hmm. my mom's birthday is July 20th. What up, my dokes? <laughs> Wife's birthday is July 25th. Yeah. And it's just obviously the the music fest down in Cincinnati, man. And uh, obviously the 4th of July. It's just a hectic month. I just think about how fast this month is really going to go. And it's already July. Yeah. It's July, dog. July it's from... July for me is like working towards the that family vacation we got planned in August, mm-hmm. or you know the family trip you got planned in August. Yeah. And it's like you 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 you're trying to get those ducks in a row, but it's like it's so much work that's available. I know, like for me as a DJ, I get hit up with graduation parties. Oh, you gonna get this work? I get hit up with these <laughs> weddings, um, uh, class reunions. I got on deck starting up in the fall. I got three of those this year, so. Shouts to the class of 97. Hey. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a good one. But, I mean, the summer always seems to be, like, my busiest months for DJing. But it also seems to be, like, you're trying to hit that festival with the kids. Mm-hmm. Or you're trying to hit this concert. Or you're trying to hit this town for whatever, you know, Essence Festival or whatever. And it's, like, the work of trying to manage all that and still do something for yourself. Yeah. You know, like, you working for your family you're working for this goal you're working to pay this off whatever it may be but it's like i found myself over the years like i don't do for me hardly like the most i do for me is go golfing yeah. you know what i'm saying like take some couple hours just to go hit some golf balls or 
you know, I don't necessarily, I'm not big, huge on shopping. Mm-hmm. If I do shop, it's with the wife. I give her the money and like, just go pick something out. Cause me standing there doing that drives me crazy. <laughs> like let me online shop and have it delivered, but going to the, to the mall, it's just, I don't know something about it. I just don't like, so. Man, I just remember as a kid, summertime seemed so long. Man. Seemed like it lasts forever. <laughs> but now as an adult, especially with my line of work, where mm-hmm. we work basically in two-week increments, yeah. time just flies, bro. It just goes, and it goes super fast, and there's no way to, you know, you don't want to slow it down, or you don't want to wish away a day, but it's right. like, damn, I really want to get to this vacation, yeah. but shit. That's, that that's means that mean the summer really about to be over when I get to this vacation. And that's why I like Smoke, Doc, people that I've traveled with, Peso, we've gone to Atlanta, to LA, you know, everywhere in between. We've, we've traveled a few spots together. And I'm always the dude when they're ready to go out at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. I'm like, y'all have a good one. I'll be in this jacuzzi. <laughs> like, what you talking about? I'm like, bro, I got a wife and three kids. And my wife isn't working because she's in school right now. So I'm the breadwinner for my household. I'm like, I'm going to take a day on vacation where I'm literally in the pool. I'm with my belly out with two pina coladas <laughs> in my hand. Like, I'm chilling because. All the time I'm working and grinding and putting in these long days and your wedding that you, that you booked me for for five hours really is eight hours because I'm getting there to set, set up, up early and tear down, all that. It's like I need to have that. When, when I'm daydreaming about that pool with the floaty and just doing nothing, like I got to have one of those gotta days on it. vacation. It's, you earn it. Yeah, you work hard for that. So, like, y'all can go. I'm not really out in the clubs, like, to be hollering at bitches no more. So, <laughs> y'all single. Y'all ready to get down in Vegas? Go have a good time. Yeah. Like, they was coming in in the morning. I'm heading to the buffet with the newspaper. Like, <laughs> hey, how was Good morning, night? old man. How you doing, <laughs> sir? <laughs> like, kicking it. So, yeah, you got to, but you got to take time for yourself on vacation. Man. Absolutely, man. I know when we do our vacation, I got stuff planned where we can, when we get back, there's nothing going on. Yeah. We can get, we can do our trip, mm-hmm. have fun, have a blast get a day to rest, yep. and then do a straight staycation situation, then get back to the daily grind. But mm-hmm. you got to get that in too, man. You can't yeah. just be out here. There's nothing worse than having a great time and then getting back Sunday and working on Monday. That's, that's, how, I, that's how I used to vacation. Exactly. Party You get older, weekend, you get wiser. You like, land Sunday on at noon <laughs> and be at work at 7 in the morning. Like, fuck that. I need a day off to recover from the vacay. Exactly. <laughs> Gotta have that day. Rehydrate at least. You Man. know what I mean? That's just bananas. What do you think about this puffy uh can't stop, won't stop doc? You know, the first thing that came to mind have you watched it yet? I've watched the majority of it. I've got about fifteen minutes left. Okay, but okay. I, so I, got, I won't be ruining anything. The no. first thing I thought about was Fuck the wife. <laughs> fuck DJ Killer Kid, cause they went to the motherfucking cops. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them all, yeah, nigga. Man, that was I'm, I'm so salty you missed that, brother. <laughs> you? Because that was probably my favorite concert I've ever been to. Mm. Just with the amount of people that was on the bill, the time and space of that <sighs> music for me. I mean, I was like, I was, I turned into the, the fan that almost lost his voice at the end of the night. Like, that was, that's what that, and, and everybody was up dancing. I mean, it wasn't no, it wasn't no bicker nowhere. Mm. Everybody was just enjoying the concert. Gotta love it, man. But my thoughts on the whole doc, man. I, I'm a bigger uh, documentary fan over a biopic person anyway. 
Um, but you know, I think the doc was a little skewed because I mean it is a bad boy situation, so it's gonna be skewed in a certain way. Um, I think it provides solid information, not a lot of not a lot of information that I didn't know already about how bad boy came to be just because I mean I grew up in it. I've seen documentaries about Uptown Records and Andre Harrell and how Puff became just like a, a intern and just grinding it out and yeah, come and talk to me, drop come and it talk was to over. me, <laughs> producing Mary J mm -hmm. and just just basically branching out on his own because he was a hothead and was able to branch out and make millions. And now to think about, you know, at first it was Bad Boy Entertainment, mm -hmm. then it, you know, Bad Boy Records. And now it's back to Bad Boy Entertainment because, you know, they're not pushing out a lot of albums. Yeah. And to see Puff in a situation, uh, be a big boy in Forbes and not releasing a lot of music. Yeah. Puff said when Future dropping two albums in a day, I got to hit the big screen. Yeah. And like that, I read that in an article and it was like, that's how he's still, he's still winning. Winning. By like taking that next step. You know, the Ciroc ain't losing. At all. <laughs> like <know>? Hov said. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a dream Bellby when Puff got Ciroc. That's all I'm saying. Ooh. That's all I'm saying. But the doc <laughs> overall, man, I love it. I love the fact that you get to see, you get to see Mace. You get to see Puff. You get mm -hmm. to see, you know what I'm saying, people that's growing up, well, that you grew up watching, you know what I'm saying, and they hitting that stage, and it's not like, not like riding a bike. It's yeah. a, man, we got to practice, bro. We we ain't looking as crisp as we used to. Puff I, out here getting his shoulder worked on, getting them <laughs> ankles worked on from dancing so heavy. And I enjoy like, seeing that, seeing that, um, just that shot of, like, you know what that, that was just a year ago. Mm, so you, mm. you experienced the concert, some of us. <laughs> so you know what that was like. So, like, to see the behind the scenes, Puff getting a haircut, <laughs> talking about this talking and that. Talking that talk. Putting it together in two weeks. I mean the 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 Mace talk, you know the Mary J talk, the the uh, Boom Cat, I forget her name. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Lorianne. Yeah, Lorianne. Like just all those like that documentary side of it. Like I love that shit. I can watch that all day long. I love that shit, man. I know they gotta release that damn concert on something. Something. I have to see it. Yeah. And when they do, I'm a I'm gonna pretend I'm there. I'm a yeah. I'm gonna close the curtains, make it dark in there. I'm gonna have me a drink. I'm gonna just be in the concert by myself. Yeah, that was one, that was a great concert, brother. No, it wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't. Sorry great. you missed it. Yeah. Sorry you missed it. I did want to ask you about: Are you a fan of your team more than you are a fan of the sport? Like, are you a Bengals fan over an NFL fan? Are you a Reds fan more than you're a Major League Baseball fan? Definitely the baseball. Yes. Okay. I'm definitely a Reds fan. A Reds fan more than I am a baseball fan, but when you putting dollars on DraftKings, <laughs> you, you become a fan of baseball again. So like over the last year, I mean I'm watching the Yankees and so and so. Or I'm watching Seattle and Oakland on the late night, or you know all that. But majority of the sports, I would say I'm a fan of the sport. Baseball was my first sport I ever fell in love with. I okay, mean, that was the sport I played from seven up until my freshman year of high school. All-star team every year. Alan Vandalia playing at, you know, the the, comp, the new complex against other local towns. And that was just my first sport. But then football, basketball, all those sports I fell in love with. And it's like those sports, you can't take them from me. 
Mm-hmm. Like no matter what, I'm no matter how much I complain about the NBA, I'm gonna watch. Yes, sir. No matter how much I complain about the refs and in, in the NFL, I'm gonna watch. <laughs> Nigga, I was home. Yeah, all that. But baseball is the one I can say I'm more of a Reds fan than I am a baseball fan now. Yeah, that's probably the only one. Every every other sport, man, I enjoy it for the sport. Yeah, man, I'm a huge sports over team person. Like I just love my favorite sport is college football. It's not that because NFL is isn't a better play game. It's obviously it's the best of the best, less penalties, faster paced game, everything. But I just love college football more. And the simple fact I realize is because college football is about like 50 days away. So I'm looking at the schedule and I'm thinking to myself like, all right, which games am I going to watch? I can watch basically any college football game. It don't fucking matter. I'll watch it. <laughs> but I can't watch any NFL game. Any Steeler game I'm watching. You know what I'm saying? I watch a lot of Bengals games. I, I watch the Bengals a lot. Not only because, you know what I'm saying, in my eyes, they're the Steelers' biggest rival, but they're fun to watch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't watch the Browns and the Chargers. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it. The Browns and the Rams. Yeah, I, I can't do it, bro. I cannot do it. That'd be the worst Thursday night games ever when those happen. It'd be it's about four or five Thursday nighters that's like Why I can are we do watching without. this? Yes. <laughs> but for me, I can watch Bowling Green versus Tulane. I can. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just love college football. So that's yeah, what was, made me think that, of that. I think I think if college sports for me have fell in, fell down a level just because I've like outgrown the people that I've like you know, knew that was coming up right. from, you know, the area that I grew mm-hmm. up in. And not necessarily travel, but just any young buck that's went to Dunbar or went to Franklin or went wherever. You right. know, it's like I can watch and be like, oh, okay. That would keep my interest. Now yeah. it's like, I don't know none of these cats. And these cats is really 18, 19, 20. <laughs> and it's like, I can watch it, but I, I, I have to have turned it on and something amazing has to happen mm-hmm. within like 10 minutes. <laughs> where I'm like, okay, I'm locked in now for the rest of this game. Like, I need you a, got my attention. I need a big catch. Minutes. I need a big hit. Something. Yeah, man. It's just something about sports in general that people get locked into. And I just see fandom at an all-time high now, man, with any move that Golden State makes versus any move that the Cavs make. Like, all right, Golden State sign uh, Swaggy P. And people are like, damn, they got another shooter. The Cavs sign Jeff Green. Like, man, that nigga suck, man. He ain't going <laughs> to help you beat the Warriors. Right. It's just like, man, it's any and everything that a team does. Like, all right, Rudy Gay signed with the Spurs. Like, man, that's a good pickup for them. Yeah. But if, if shoot, if he'd have re-signed with the Kings, they'd be like, man, what you want to re-sign that nigga for? Right. It's, I think it's about where you go, yep. who you are and where you go to and what teams are making these moves in the offseason NBA because we said it on previous podcasts, man, the NBA offseason is killing the playoffs. Yes. I mean, that wish factor. We're talking about that stagger of Golden State. You know, they, they, I think KG got two years, so he's in the stagger between, yeah. between Steph and whoever else they're about to, you know, lock in. But the offseason of the NBA, it's, it's about a three or four week period there where it's like you locked into the alert. Yeah, you want to see who's going ooh, where. Who did this? Who going here? Who going there? So, what you think about that Gordon Hayward situation? I mean, <laughs> he he gonna fit in. I think he'll fit in. 
Oh, he gonna fit in because he can play. Yeah. I would. I was I, listening to somebody said. I think they were hating on him. They was like, man, he's probably about the fortieth best player in the league. I was like, damn, fortieth. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was thinking about twenty, twenty five. Yeah, he's, he's, he's in the twenties for sure. He can hoop, but I the whole trading Avery Bradley because they got to make cap space. Yeah, man, I think think that's gonna hurt him a lot. I really like Avery Bradley. No, he's not a superstar. No. But he's a damn good defender. And that's what you need. You need to have that one guy that don't care about getting 12 points. Yeah. He's going to get his 12 and be cool, but he's going to lock down somebody. Yeah, he can play ball, good three-point shooter. I think, you know what I'm saying, outside of uh, – I think he probably does the best defensive job on Kyrie outside of Klay Thompson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Beverly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Beverly a thug out here in these streets. I brought some Beverly. And Bradley were, were my two favorite defenders last year. Damn good defenders. Especially in the playoffs, just seeing them lock on somebody. And, I mean, for the most part, they held their own yeah. against whoever they was in front of. For the sports sake, I'm rooting for the Celtics to be good, to give some type of competition to the Cavs in the East. You know what I'm saying? You know, like that whole sweep, 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 get to the finals, and they even get – smoked is like that's not fun for competition so i'm looking for the celtics i'm glad they were able to hang on to jay crowder and marcus smart because it was looking like they was about to let both of them go and he had a top pick to make yeah to <laughs> make room to get hayward on so i want to see what the celtics do and i definitely as you know i need to see what the knicks gonna do with my guy Melo. are they gonna trade my guy hopefully they don't trade him hopefully they go ahead and uh cough up that bread so he can get a bio so he can join the Cavs without them having to give up somebody. Right. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Q-Snation, Q-Snation, yes. Q-Snation. <laughs> Let's go. I'm, I'm, rooting, I'm rooting for the Qs right now. Thank you. Thank you. We rooting definitely appreciate it. Rooting we need all the help we can get. Man, 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 before we get out of here, man, we had a major, major, major sucker attack. A major sucker major. attack. Major. I mean, it was, it was nice to have you know, I'm I'm blessed to have the summer off, <laughs> but it was extra nice to have the summer off and have the internet. Every time I scroll through something, someone was talking about Rob Kardashian. So I finally took the time before the page got taken down <laughs> to go through his IG, yes sir, and kind of catch up. And it was like this dude is having like I don't think I made a post like he's having a rich ass regular sucker attack, like. <laughs> He is out here tricking, tricking. but got it. <laughs> but now, mad, because trick no good. Trick no good. <laughs> Hole no good. Man. Said she had the baby to get back at Tiger. Like, you knew she was out here doing what she do. You knew it. Didn't try to put her on blast with the $100,000 worth of surgeries. and You pay for it, dummy. Yeah. Like exactly, she got you. Exactly. I mean, it was. Then, she then played Ti chimed in and tried to go in on Ti with the. Uh, y'all had the threesome with with China and and all that. Like it was, I missed that part. Oh, oh he, Ti chimed in with the like, you looking like a duck out here and had all these <laughs> like Howard the Ducks and like it was like a big just a a big old post and then he comes back with the well since you chimed in I'm gonna go ahead and and, and put you on blast too and was like. Well, you acting like you didn't pay for that threesome with China and, and oh. Tiny, and and uh, she told me everything. I put that on my daughter. Like he was going in on Ti, and Ti kind of left it alone. He put a post up with the uh, Ali ducking the punches. Like I'm duck, 
dodging the haters, you know, t- type of reply. But I mean, it was a sucker attack. Super but sucker attack. I asked you, <laughs> what was or Woo! It, and then now, 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 before I ask, say this, say this question, it it can have been from you know your high school years. Oh yeah, that's probably the last yeah that's... big sucker attack that any regular person has had. I would hope. I mean, oh yeah, it's still grown folks out here having sucker attacks. Don't get twisted, but. What was the like the biggest sucker attack you had? Man, I'm not even gonna front, man. I had sucker attacks all through high school. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. I I wasn't a sucker, but I had I definitely had a sucker attack or two, mm-hmm. man. You know, uh, we'll leave names out of here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want no problems with yeah. these uh, certain individuals. Keep the FAA cool. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. We gonna keep we gonna keep it we gonna keep it keep it funky, but uh. You know, no, I honestly probably last sucker attack I had. No, definitely the last sucker attack I had was I was in at Rice State. So certain female uh used to hang out with back in the good old high school days, you know, whatever, whatever. Run into her at a black spring break reunion down in Daytona. She's looking A one, looking even better than before, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? So we chopped it up. You know what I'm saying? Exchange numbers or whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like feeling like the man because yeah. everybody like, yeah, you know her, you can't, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's the same feeling that I got when brought her around the crew in high school. So it's like, you know, everybody want they pat on the back, like, okay, you caught you one. You caught you one. Yeah. Like while everybody else out here chasing something new, I done found somebody I already knew. So we chopping it up. Everything's kosher. So exchange the good number game. You know what I'm saying? Fast forward to probably about August, you know what I'm saying? Hit her up. Like, what's popping? You know what I'm saying? What's going on? Get the invite to come down to where she go to school. I'm like, do 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 <laughs> Throw out the bat signal to the homies. Like, yo, let's make this trip. Yeah. Where are we going? To the A, A, A. <laughs> so everybody's cool. Everybody's down. So we make this journey in my uh Toyota. Celica, as you know, a Celica is tiny as all get out. We're right. four deep, but hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm on this mission, like yo, I'm about to see what's, what's going on, what's going on, what's going on. Get down to the A. We hanging out. We we meeting people. We enjoying life. Everything's good. Little do I know, she has a dude. Dun 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 dun. I'm like, what? Huh? How that happened? Uh, yeah. How did I miss this? So I did catch a sucker attack. I was like, "Oh, uh, you maybe could have just let me know before that I came down here. Got me out here looking like boo boo the fool." So I caught a sucker attack yeah. at that moment, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, super sucker attack. Sounds very similar to mine. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and, and you know, dudes catch sucker attacks over girls all the time, b. <laughs> yeah, and, they, and the funny thing is, you get that sucker attack, and then half of your emotion is like, "If my boy saw me like this, yeah." They will be clowning. Yeah. So then it's like you put up that like front that you're not really having the sucker attack. But then you at home at 11 o'clock listening to Brian McKnight really going through it. You know, so like, we've all bruh, been there. Like, dude, like I just I just came all the way down here for nothing. Yeah. For I nothing. had a. And the crazy part is the homies got on. Oh, <laughs> that is that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad the homies got on with some <laughs> right. situations, but. Like yo, I didn't I didn't drive eight hours for y'all to win. Man, I came eight hours for me to win. And if y'all would have won, that'd have been a bonus. Exactly. 
mine, man, is 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 funny. So my senior year, no, okay, I had a girlfriend that went to another school from basically my freshman year to like the first year out of the army. Okay. So my senior year, I still have a girlfriend, right? But she don't go to my school. So I meet this girl that goes to my school. She's the new kid. She new to the band, all that. She's a sophomore. I'm a senior. Sits right in front of me. It was like perfect, you know, perfect time to just chop it up. So long story short, in that in that part, the high school part is um, I snuck to her house in my car that I wasn't supposed to be driving because I didn't have no license uh, during like a snow day. Left the headlights on, come outside to get home before mom's and the car won't start. I had to call a buddy to come give me a jump, all that. But we had a whole day together, right? A couple other times, we did a little bit in high school, maybe like six months, and it was over. Flashback to like right when I was about to get out of the army. I came home like three or four months before I was getting out, mm-hmm. for like a week to burn some vacation time, chopping it up on Black Planet, running into Hey, her. that planet, boy. Running into her. She goes to Kentucky. She like, we chopping it up. I'm like, I want to come see you. She's like, well, I got, you know, a little situation down here. nothing serious, but I don't know if that's, I'm like, I'm coming right now. She's like, no, you're not. I get in the car at like eight at night. Skirt, skirt. Driving the University of Kentucky. Get down there. Call her like, well, where, where you stay? You know, well, she tells me, she, th- she thinking I'm not there though. She's telling me like, oh, I'm in this hall. I'm like, what's what's the room number? How I get in? You know, blah blah. blah. She's like, you're not here. Knock. I get in the building with somebody on the, on the exit hey, to the walk. You already know how that go. <laughs> I get in the building, knock on the door. I promise you, she opens the door, and it's like two or three chicks and like two dudes. And she looking at me with this like, you really here? I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm literally outside the door like. Whichever one for you got to go. <laughs> Whichever one for you got to go. I done drove down here. I put my foot down. And it turned into basically a powwow where we all was just kicking it. I could never get nobody to leave. So now I'm like, we, we three or four hours into this night. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I guess I'm staying. After now. this drive. Yeah. Like, I'm staying down. How long was the drive? It was like two and a half, I think. Two, somewhere around there. And, um, uh, Basically, though, she ended up getting the people out, but didn't give me nothing. But then I had that long drive back. Like, why did you even come down here? I ain't come here to talk. Yeah, man. It was just like I had the sucker attack when I saw the dudes in there. And then I'm thinking I won because I got everybody out. And it was still a no go. Man, that one, that one hurt. Life is cruel, man. That one hurt, man. <laughs> Especially that, that drive back. Oh, man. <laughs> At least it wasn't eight hours. True. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Hey, man, you got to be able to laugh at yourself, man. Hey, you know, you this to. is this is life, man. Life yeah. is something that, you know what I'm saying, like like the name of this podcast. You can't make it up, man. Yeah. This is this. You only got one of these things. It ain't like you done lived it and you know what you're doing. You, exactly. Especially at that age, man, you just you just going off of, hey, man, I'm yeah. going to just see what happens. <laughs> Go for it, you yeah. know? And I and I know in high school, I wasn't a person that was, like, taking risks like that. I The high school me would have never just, like, all right, man, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for it. Like, no, I was playing it safe. Like, mm-hmm. all right, 
basically, yeah, can we get this in writing that we're going to do X, Y, and Z? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I was As, the guy, like, I wouldn't necessarily holler at the baddest chick. I just would holler at the ones that I knew I had. <laughs> like, I could tell them they looking at me hard. They checking me out. like, about to get this yeah, layup. I, yeah, that's, that was easy. I can get that one. <laughs> that was me in high school. I ain't, I ain't never shoot the shot for, like, the one everybody wanted. Man. And it was like, nah, I'll just be cordial with her. <laughs> I want the one that's in the back looking looking through everybody at me like, yeah, I see you. I'm coming to get see you. See you too, girl. What's poppin'? <laughs> What's really good, man? Well, there it is, man. Another episode, another dope episode in my humble opinion, man. Yeah. You know, a couple technical difficulties, but we got through this here podcast, hey, brother. Man, we still grinding, man, about a year and a half or somewhere in there. Yeah, it man. feels like. And uh, I'm just happy to be a part of it, brother. Happy to, you know, you can't make this up podcast. is a part of me now. Absolutely. So. Which can be found on SoundCloud and iTunes, by the way. Shout, <laughs> shout to Izzy at Gym City and DeMarco. What bars up? Oh, we got a Bars and Beyond coming up uh, with Jayla. Yeah, we do. Let's see if we can get DeMarco to drop another uh, couple bars, too. Uh, yeah, you know that would be we get nice. a two-for-one yeah. acting going on, man. Get, get the first father-daughter uh Hey, yeah. and you know what? I'm glad he hit us up because I totally forgot that they were coming. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I was like, like uh, oh, oh, yeah, Tuesday yeah. Is. <laughs> yeah, that works for me right. too. <laughs> I ain't got no reason to lie, man. Right. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. We out. Peace.